Life is an epic journey. Live it unleashed. Hey, fellow journeyers, Jeremy here. Welcome back to the Living Unleashed podcast. You know, life is an epic journey, and we want to live it unleashed. God offers us a passionate life that is defined by hope, filled with joy, marked by peace, and walks in freedom. We are continuing on that journey here at the Living Unleashed podcast as we journey with Luke uh, through the Gospel of Luke and the Book of Acts. Today we are on Acts chapter 11. I hope you've enjoyed this ongoing journey. It's been a great time as uh, we have traveled together and uh, listened to what Luke has to tell us about the ministry of Jesus and that ongoing ministry in the life of the early church. And as we've read together and, and, and talked through some of this, we've seen how it can have an impact on our daily living, and we're going to continue to witness that today as we go uh, dive into chapter 11 here. And specifically, I want us to look at 11, uh, chapter 11, verses 19 through 30. And uh, what we have here is we have an account where uh, Barnabas has gone to a region called Antioch to continue to spread the good news. And while he's there, he goes down to Tarsus, it says. If you look down in verse 25, Then Barnabas went to Tarsus to look for Saul, and when he found him, he brought him to Antioch. So for a whole year, Barnabas and Saul met with the church and taught great numbers of people. The disciples were called Christians first at Antioch. So what's what's really important about this uh, passage as it jumps out at me as I'm reading through this is I, I remember the mention of Barnabas in chapter 9. Now, if you go back over to chapter 9, you discover that after Saul's conversion, um, he ends up going to Jerusalem, and the disciples are afraid of him. They really don't want to meet him, but Barnabas takes him in and stands up for him. Barnabas defends him. Now, I think it's safe to say that the Holy Spirit played a role in that, that somehow or another, Barnabas being open to the Holy Spirit, that the Holy Spirit led him to be the one who stood up for Saul when everyone else was afraid of him and wanted to push him away. Now, Saul goes on then down to Tarsus, it says, and and he's there for a while. Now, most timelines that I looked at for the life of Paul indicate that he was down in Tarsus for anywhere from six to eight years. So this isn't, even though we've only covered two chapters, you know, from chapter 9 to chapter 11, here in... Um, in Acts, we've actually spanned over the course of maybe as much as eight years. And, and so in doing that, all of a sudden, what led Barnabas to go get Saul? Well, once again, I would argue that it was the Holy Spirit that prompted him to do this, uh, to go get Saul and to invite him in and include him in this ministry to Antioch. Now, here's the question then that comes of that. If it were not for Barnabas, what would Saul's relationship have been to the early church out of Jerusalem and the disciples? If it wasn't for Barnabas, would Saul's life have taken a different trajectory? Is it possible that Saul would not have become the great missionary that he was in spreading the gospel throughout the Roman Empire had it not been for Barnabas? Barnabas stands up for him there in Jerusalem. And then six or eight years later, 
you know, he decides to go get Saul. I mean, it, it almost seems like it kind of happens out of the blue, which again is why I would I would pose that it is the Holy Spirit's prompting that Barnabas decides to speak into the life of Saul and invite him into this ministry that's going on in Antioch. And actually, a wonderful partnership is birthed between uh, Saul, who is to become Paul, and Barnabas. And uh, they spend a lot of time in missionary journey together as as they work together. So I think this is really important. What we see here is we see Barnabas almost acting as a, a mentor to Saul, really taking him under his wing and, and mentoring him. I think that this is one of the things that is oftentimes missing in the life of the church today, is that idea that we mentor one another, especially mentoring those who are newer in the faith, newer coming along, who maybe um, uh, just need somebody to walk with them, invite them in to ministry, invite them into opportunities to serve others, invite them into getting involved in the Christian life, invite them into reading the Bible or or being being willing to pray with them or sh- or, or teach them how to read through the Bible, inviting them in to, to an ongoing journey, something like this podcast together, to go out and be that kind of mentor, and that you can change the trajectory of someone's life by acting in that capacity in their life. And it may be you're mentoring a, a child, uh, one of your own kids, maybe uh, uh, some other family member, uh, a sibling, uh, maybe even a spouse who is you know, newer in the faith than you are. And you have the opportunity to demonstrate to them what the love of Christ looks like. Maybe it's a, a coworker or a neighbor or, or whomever or someone in your church that, you know, has been struggling and, and coming along. How can you act in that capacity as a mentor? Maybe you need to rekindle a relationship from years back. I mean, that's one of the things I found find really encouraging about this encounter is that Barnabas seems to be like striking up uh, and rekindling a relationship from six or eight years ago. There's no indication between when Paul uh, went to uh, Tarsus and this moment that Barnabas and Saul have any connection. Um, That's not to say they didn't, but there's nothing that tells us they did. And so it almost acts, it almost comes about. I mean, Barnabas is, you know, getting this prompting of some sort and decides to go get Saul and, and does so. Uh, he, he does so um, after six or eight years. So maybe there's someone even in your life who's, it's, it's, they haven't had a, a recent transformation, a recent commitment to Christ, but you know that you, maybe, you need, maybe the Holy Spirit's been prompting you to rekindle an old relationship and, and so that you can be in that mentoring place. Now, well, I think one of the ways the enemy kind of attacks us to keep us from doing that, I say, well, who am I to mentor anybody? I don't have everything together yet. I, you know, I'm, I'm far from a perfect Christian, as if there is such a thing as a perfect Christian. You know, I, I still mess up. I, I, I struggle sometimes having my devotional time. Um, I, I, I forget to pray. Uh, you know, I, I still struggle with temptation. Yeah, we all do. But that doesn't mean you can't help mentor someone else. As a matter of fact, I think it's in that act of mentoring, when we commit our lives to help someone else along, that we actually grow stronger in our own walk. And part of the reason of that is, is because we become acutely more aware of what we're doing, the choices we're making, how we're acting, because we're trying to help someone else along the way. It's just like if if you have uh, maybe gotten yourself in better shape because of how you were uh, with, with eating right and exercising, 
And uh, so you, there's someone else who maybe in your life needs some help. Maybe they've got a recent health diagnosis that tells them they need to get in shape or there's some pretty bad things that are going to happen to them one of these days. And, and, and you offer to come along beside them and help them. Well, while you're helping them, reminding them how to eat and how to exercise, that's a constant reminder to you, ooh, I haven't exercised today. I've kind of not been as good about it as I had been there for a while. Kind of gets you back in the, into it. So mentoring is not about saying, oh, look at me, I've got it all right. It's about inviting somebody into a journey, a journey where you already know part of that path. You you don't know the whole path. You're, there's still uncharted water in front of you, okay? There's still uncharted land in front of you, um, but... but um, you, you can help them along. And, and in so doing, they're actually going to help you. And I think that's what happens in that. So we see this wonderful uh, picture of mentoring here in uh, the book of Acts between Barnabas and Saul. And, and I just want to really encourage you, who is it that you could mentor in your life? Who is it that God might be laying upon your heart that you kind of take them under your wing, that you offer to walk with them, you, you offer to um, speak into their life, you offer to invite them in to some sort of journey together with you, whether it's involvement in a ministry or involvement in a Bible study or small group, uh, involvement reading through this, the book of Acts with us here on the podcast and sitting down discussing with them what they're reading and what they're listening to on the podcast and doing that together. I mean, there's all sorts of ways, but I'm really going to invite you. Who, who might the Lord be laying upon your heart to do that? Not only... Will you be speaking into their life and changing the trajectory of their life, just as I believe Barnabas changed the trajectory of Saul's life? But they'll change yours. Because in giving like that, you're going to grow stronger in your own life. You're going to become acutely more aware of the decisions you're making and whether you are faithfully living out uh, that call on your life as you're walking with them. So I'm going to encourage you to do that. Strike up, reignite that, rekindle that uh, old relationship. Speak into the life of someone who's around you. Offer to be a mentor and watch how you will both grow together as you journey together. Because it is. Remember, life's an epic journey and we want to live it unleashed. And, 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 and doing that is in community. And so invite someone to be in community with you as you continue to do that. And, and in so doing, in walking with someone like that, just as you're walking with us journeying through this podcast, uh, you're going to be living unleashed. And that's awesome. And that's amazing. And that's how we want to live. So, hey, this is Jeremy. I hope you're having a great day. I hope you continue to have a great day. Can't wait to see you tomorrow as we jump into Acts chapter 12. And as you go through the rest of this day, may you keep on living unleashed.